Our first guest tonight is a mummy-slaying motion picture star is getting big reviews for his performance in the movie The Whale. It is playing in New York and L.A. now and opens everywhere on Wednesday. Please welcome Brendan Fraser. Boy, this must be a fun time in your life right now. I'm enjoying it. Good. <laughs> because you got this movie, you're in the leading role, you're getting these incredible reviews, but you got uh, a, a, the Critics' Choice Award nomination yesterday. Yes. You guys, I remember reading when the movie came out, you were at the Venice Film Festival, I think. Was that where it was? That's where it premiered, yeah. And you got, what, a six-minute standing ovation or something there? I think it depends on who's holding the stopwatch, to tell you the truth. Because uh -huh. there's some Italians go, it's an eight-minute standing ovation! It's a ten-minute standing ovation! You know, I mean, that's a long time, They too. do it's measure a... the minutes, don't they? It they is do, a funny but thing. but how do you clap for ten minutes, really? I mean... I have it... no idea. I don't know. That would be very... I don't know. It would be uncomfortable. It would, hurt. It would, it would take a lot of time. People... <laughs> I don't think most people realize if they really ever think about, like, how long eight minutes is. It's like... It's like two songs, like two whole songs yeah. of clapping nonstop. Is that, a, that has to be embarrassing, right? Well, it was quite overwhelming for me. Right, sure. I, I hadn't seen the film with an audience before. Okay. And this was a film festival audience and they were very Venetian and quite vocal <laughs> uh -huh. and so happy to be there. And um, I was, I was, I was quite swept up in being there with Sadie Sink and Hong Chow and Darren Aronofsky, and we're bowing and saying thank you, and um, it's really hot, and so we're all thinking, let's, let's go and get something to drink, let's get out of here, and, and we started to make for the door, and Darren goes, no, take a bow, and so he's the boss, so I went back and took a bow. We almost got away with... And it started up again? And it started up again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, well, what are you going to do? You can't just walk out while people are clapping. No. No. <laughs> but you did go get a drink, and they released you eventually, and now here you are. <laughs> and you go, like, you will, you, it's not like you're, you like to go meet people. You'll go to, like, conventions, like yeah. the Comic-Con and the sure. Georgia the Jungle Fest, et cetera, sure. like, all that kind of stuff, right? I really enjoy meeting with everybody who put me where I am. And you do? I'm, it, it's, it's fun to sit at a desk and you meet People, it's kind of like sort of speed dating in a way. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, um, kind of a, a victory lap that, that takes you instead of you taking the victory lap. Because it's like one after the next of people saying nice things to you. And yeah, right. Sometimes unsettling when they roll their sleeve up. And there's a tattoo of me on it. Do you get a lot of that? Normally I put a mustache on it. So you're, you've seen so many tattoos of your own face on people's bodies that you now have a thing you do when you see them? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Well, if I sign my name, then they'll just go get that tattooed on, uh -huh. tattooed on also, and that's just a little weird. That costs extra. <laughs> I wonder if anybody ever got the mustache that you drew on their tattoo. You know, I don't know that. Uh-huh. That is strange, isn't it? Boy, that's kind of crazy. I mean, do people like say they name their kids after you? And like, I've heard that. You have? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I've heard that. Yeah. You've been doing these movies for a very long time. In fact, I have a photograph I want to share. This is from the movie Airheads. You and um, Adam Sandler. In 1994, this is, um, 
has said these two airheads, almost 30 years later, would both be like being spoken of for Oscar consideration for best actor. Do you keep in touch with Adam? Sure. Yeah. Uh, we've seen each other around the ever decreasing size of campus that is Hollywood lately. Um, we had a nice chat for. Um... Do you remember shooting this, or is it just absolutely? Like a blur? I remember most every single day that we were really? there because early in your career and everything's so fresh and interesting and fun. And, uh -huh. and we worked at Joe, with Steve Buscemi and Joe Montaigne. Right, um, yeah, right. It was, a, it was an all-star cast. Um, it was great fun. We would get in at like four o'clock in the afternoon, the sun's going down, I would get my wig stapled to my head. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Uh, Adam would eat all the chicken wings, and then we'd go shoot something on the top of the parking structure that's the Die Hard building, as, as it was known. Oh, yeah, the Die Hard building. The, yeah, the right. Building. Like, and yeah. We, we stage dive off into an adoring crowd to make our escape into the arms of the police who throw us in jail. Um, but uh, there was a crash mat down below, and we were all really psyched to do our stunt. And Steve and I and Adam on action, go, and we went over, no problem. Adam went thud, um, and then years later told me that he actually had twisted his neck backwards really bad, and we thought, well, we should have listened to Joe Montaigne, who was like, can you just let the grown-ups do the stunts, you guys? You know? <laughs> He Great advised advice. you not to jump off. Yeah, the that and to have yeah. comfortable shoes. <laughs> because you're going to be spending a lot of time in them on films. Is the best advice you get from, like, actors who you look up to or whatever, practical advice like that? Sure. Like, don't jump off the building? Don't jump off buildings. And, do you, and did you take that to heart, or did you... Clearly continue? not. No, yeah. And Adam is still injured as a result of not listening to Joe Montaigne. <laughs> <laughs> and wearing uncomfortable shoes. Yes, and wearing uncomfortable shoes. Um, did you want to be an actor when you were a kid? Is that something like you started? How old were you when you realized you wanted to? Um, pretty early on. I, I knew I, I, I didn't really do that well in academia, but I understood storytelling, and I wanted to be a part of that. I was a kid who grew up going lots of different places, so I was kind of constantly oh, right. you moved reinventing yourself. Right? So it makes sense to be an actor. You're someone new every time. You gotta, oh. You gotta, be comfortable in your own skin, so to speak. So. so you would come in, you'd be the cool guy somewhere, and then you might make a shift? Yeah, I might show up as the dweeb the next place. And, uh huh. You know. <laughs> and then did you tell like your mom you wanted, I want to be an actor, or how did it work? She knew that, and when we uh, lived in Europe, she would take us to uh, London to see plays early on. So I, I started off watching Jesus Christ Superstar on stage. Um, 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 the Mouse Trap, when it was in its 37th year, I think it's in its 115th year now. Um, mm -hmm. Also, uh, gosh, anything, anything we get. I, I just fell in love with London, and I fell in love with the, um, the culture of theater. That's where it all started. Do you, you, oh, oh okay, well, <laughs> other lovers of the culture of theater. Did you, um, yeah, and the funny, I think one of the most fun things about being an actor is you get to play all different jobs. Like, you get to play baseball in a movie, and that's, and you were a baseball player as a kid, right? Uh, I was more of a Little League kind of A Little of League kid, baseball but, player, you know, yeah. I, we, I was a baseball family, you know, for sure. If fathers and sons have challenges talking to each other, they can talk about baseball, you know, mm -hmm. so that makes sense. So the year that I, I did that, it was um, the year of the baseball strike, and was that 95, 94, help? Uh, yeah, right around there, yeah. I just yeah. know because the players who worked on the film were ribbing me. You're talking they, about The Scout, the movie The Scout, the Scout you made sorry, with Albert Brooks. Right, right. Albert right. Brooks. Mm -hmm. um, 
I, I, they were like, oh, you're the only, um, you're the only guy getting paid to wear the pinstripes this year. Oh, <laughs> right. I, I played a Yankee pitcher. But you shot that at Yankee Stadium, as I recall. I did. Yeah. Pitched from the mound, actually. Oh, you did, yeah. I did. Um, That's got to be a dream come true, it was, right? It was, um, yeah, it, before I knew to have the dream, to tell you the truth. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and I, actually, believe it or not, I got a hold of uh, I, Steve, Nebraska, Steve Nebraska has to hit it out of the park. And on the first pitch, when it came time to shoot my stuff, I actually got a hold of it. And it was not a bad, like, single right over second base. They oh, caught, okay. <laughs> they, they caught me for sure, but they were like, we thought we were going to be here all afternoon. I was like, So the Yankees, none of the Yankees were there at this time because it, it was the strike. That's right. It yeah. was. They were being doubled. And, and uh, George Steinbrenner, um, it was his house. And right, true. And we would be shooting and... Um, Michael Ritchie was the director, um, great guy, gentle giant. And I can remember shooting a, a contract signing scene and then someone started shouting profanity and it's George Steinbrenner. And he's shouting down between third and home plate going, get that off of my infield! <laughs> and these guys are freaking out because they're dragging cables across the grass. And he's like, this Oh, is so not... he was not kidding He around. was not happy about it at wow. all. Wow. Not happy about it. So he had to go calm him down, you know. But he had a point. That's now, you know what? It's one thing to play baseball. It's another thing to get shouted out by Steinbrenner. I mean, that's a real professional baseball experience. Authentic. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to see a clip from the whale. Brendan Fraser is here. Do you ever get the feeling that people are incapable of not caring? That is Brendan Fraser in The Whale, which is now playing in New York and L.A. And soon to open everywhere. You would, that's, by the way, that's not CGI or anything. You got into a... a it's a practical. It's, a it's practical, apparatus. They say. And, um, yeah. What does that mean, apparatus? All the applications. So okay. d- different uh, uh, modalities of body suit that conform and then... Uh, another layer of clothing that maybe had um, cooling tubes in it, and then uh, the prosthetics itself, which were extensive. Adrian Moreau has done amazing work on this um, to create Charlie's body in obeyance of the laws of physics and gravity in a way that I don't think we've seen portrayed as authentically in films before. No, for sure not, yeah. Such as with this. And there might have been a light digital curative, but that was just in case the fabric was in its own movie that morning. It was it a just, seam you know, or something yeah, like that? Yeah. That was it. Although, otherwise, what you saw is what you got, yeah. Charlie is a man who is homebound, who's got a lot, lot of bad things happening to him, but is also a, generally kind of a positive person. He's an optimist, and um, he has... Uh, like a superpower that the writer endowed him with, and that's to to see the good in others and bring that out in them, even when they can't see that in themselves. And as an as an educator, as a teacher, which he is, he he works with a laptop, the camera turned off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's important and telling. He's 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 not who he's not he's not as he presents in the world. He's a, he's an individual and a human a father, and um, someone infinitely capable of 
of care and love. That said, his world is fraught um, like an ocean at sea, and he's, he's the lighthouse in the middle of it. He's visited by uh, his um, caretaker and best friend, played by Hong Chao, you saw in the clips, mm-hmm. just brilliant in yep. this. Um, Sadie Sink uh, of Stranger Things fame more recently is fantastic in this. I know she was just on your she show. She was here, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Um, and Samantha Morton and Ty Simpkins. It's a small cast. It was uh, you know, a chamber piece, really, an art house movie um, made during the time of, of the pandemic, the pinnacle of it, really. Yeah. Do you um, look at, like, the Oscar odds and see, you know, as, you know you're, I'm sure you're aware you're, like, the favorite to win the Oscar. Or are you aware of that? Yeah, you must be aware of that. If you say so, Jimmy, I, um, I'm, I'm aware that the whale could bring us to the finish line, and I'm excited for that prospect. Right, okay. <laughs> I was just curious. I was looking at it because, I, you know, sometimes I like to bet on these things. <laughs> like, like money? <laughs> yeah. What do you got on me, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want, yes, I won a lot of money on the Oscars last year. And also, I'm hosting it, so I really so, could I, control the yeah. outcome of the... <laughs> I've given the wrong name before, no, 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 you know? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, play your cards right, and we could both do pretty well with this deal. <laughs> so if I don't hear my name, then I just make a call at home plate, right? Don't worry, we'll take care of it, all right? I don't want to talk about it in front of them. Do you ever go to Universal and get on that mummy ride? Uh, I opened it. There? I opened it. I was there at the, the opening of it. But that was a long time ago, yeah. right? I haven't since, no. But the, there's one in Florida that they had to close down. They had to put new um, scarab beetles and technology and flame bars and stuff in it, I, he- I heard. Uh-huh. This one, I think when it went in, it took over for E.T. That's right. It was the E.T. ride before Which was that. great because it was kind of herky-jerky and it had, like, ketchup stains and stuff like on it. <laughs> was E.T. in bad shape? He was looking a little battered. <laughs> Yeah, whereas with a mummy, you're dead. You don't look good in the first place. Well, it's great to have you here. Congratulations on, on the movie. It's called The Whale. It is playing in New York and L.A. right now. It opens in theaters everywhere December 21st. Brendan Fraser, everybody. Thank you, Brendan. We'll be back with Jalen Hall.